Hello, my dear ones. I'm so happy and so grateful for all of you who are listening this podcast right now, who have decided to be today with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. First of all, let me introduce myself and explain to you why this podcast was created and what it is about. So my name is Nata King and for the almost six years from 2016 till 2022, I was in an abusive relationship. After I was able to get out from this relationship, it took one year of my complex work with myself, with a specialist who accompanied me and supported me through my healing journey. When I realized how huge my experience is, how important it was for me to understand what really was going on and why it happened to me, I also started to meet many beautiful and interesting people in my life. And the moment I started to tell them even small things from my experience, they began to open up to me. They began to share their stories with me. And the more I told them about myself, the safer they felt and the more they talked about themselves because I understand where they were and how they felt because I didn't judge them because I myself was there because they can finally trust another person and come out of the silence. So they began to feel that we are all connected, that they are not alone You are not alone, and your experience and your stories are very, very important. One of the interesting things was that every time I talked to the people who were in an abusive relationship, every time I heard the same phrase, Wow, Nata, I couldn't imagine that there was another person who went through something similar, who felt the same way as me who looked at the sky and saw that it was red because he was told that it was red. They were shocked, same as me. Then I thought, why this is so? Why? I thought, why are so many people just keep silent about it? Why this important experience remains unrecognized and in most cases just hidden from other people? And the answer turned out to be so simple. We are afraid of judgment. We are afraid of appearing weak. We want to forget this experience and this relationship and hide it in silence somewhere deep inside. We are afraid of ourselves and afraid of our stories being voiced. What if I start talking about my experience out loud and it could potentially reappear in my life? I'd better keep quiet. I will tell you one secret. It won't help. Silence won't help. Silence will not protect you or relieve you of pain. It won't protect you from falling into another abusive relationship trap. It won't protect your friend. It won't protect your children or any other person in your life that you are care about. It is just the opposite. Silence is the main reason why people don't understand how dangerous relationships with narcissists really are. And it doesn't matter if it was your mom or your dad, your partner, husband or wife, maybe your friend. But the damage this type of relationship can do to your emotional and often physical health is enormous. And even more than that, 
I can tell you that for me personally, to understand why this relationship consumed me completely, why my ex-partner had such a great power over my mind, why we became the perfect match between the abuser and the victim, being very careful of falling into trap of a person whose manipulation skills are beyond understanding, for me personally, it was extremely difficult. All this knowledge, stories, experiences are of great importance for all of us. My story and yours must be voiced in a safe and trusting atmosphere and without judgment. And for these many reasons, the idea of the voice podcast was born. But before revealing the main topic of today's episode, this is silence and why it is dangerous using the example of my own experience, where I will tell you how it happened to me, how step by step I lost my own voice in this relationship, how I closed myself in the silence of my own painful experiences and thoughts and became afraid to speak. Before that, I would like to give you some short explanation. I am a fan of the Harry Potter movies and I used to watch them with my mom and my sister and now sometimes I watch them by myself. Please don't tell anyone. And there was a time when I used to refer to my story as the one we can have with Voldemort's character. And there is why I will use Voldemort's character as an analogy to explain my previous relationship. So why Voldemort? And it's very simple. First, Voldemort has the unfortunate experience of not knowing how to love and the trauma of not being loved. This program is not written in his head. He doesn't love himself and cannot give love to anyone else. He is not given an understanding of love and its value, which means that partnerships and healthy relationships are not available for him. And this is very important to understand. It has just happened that way. Second, Voldemort has no real friends. The concept of friendship is also absent in his understanding. Friendship is not anything necessary or important for him. The people who surround him depend on him or fear him, and more often both at the same time. Love and relationship are a threat to him. Third, Voldemort seeks only power in all its manifestations. He needs to subjugate the whole world around him, no matter what consequences this has for the people around him. Well, they also look a little similar, but this episode is not about Voldemort, but about my experience of being silent and losing my voice. So I only needed to explain to you what the similarities are. So let's dive in. Before I jumped in this relationship in 2016, of course I had my life. I had my job, I had an apartment that I rented, I had friends and people who were pleasant to me, with whom I went to cafes or to the cinema, with whom I was pleased to spend my free time. One of my closest friends was my friend Ira, with whom we had a very close relationship. We knew each other for a very long time and shared everything. We could always tell each other the truth, even if it was not very pleasant, but it was true. So when I was already deep enough into this relationship and it was special not only because of the Voldemort's mindset, but 
also because of Voldemort's lifestyle in which it was necessary to constantly run, constantly move, constantly fly, and which, of course, I had to and tried very hard to match in order to be with him. I had less and less time for myself and almost no time for friends or family, but I could continue with the phone calls at least for a short while. So, of course, I called my friend to share the news or to support each other. And very quickly, these calls began to bring tension between me and Voldemort. And the meaning of this tension at that moment for me was completely impossible to understand and to see. So, every time I mentioned that I called Irina today and we talked about some things, a scandal arose after a short time. The reason could be completely and usually not important, not logical, and turned upside down. But the scandal always occurred. And after the scandal in which he certainly accused me, and I agreed with this guilt because guilt is a necessary part of an abusive relationship, and since I was a victim, so I had to feel guilty, so the blame was always on me. He repeated several times a day that Every time I talk to Ira, we have a scandal. Every time you have a call with her, there is a scandal. And you are angry or you are upset and something is always wrong between us. Every time you talk to Ira, you seem to be angry with me for something. But what I am supposed to do, said Voldemort, maybe she is more important to you than me. Is she more important to you than me? Do you hear that? In other words, Voldemort told me, so what does it mean? I am not important to you? Maybe you don't love me at all? Maybe you don't want to be with me? And in a very short time, in my head, my friend, my very close friend at that moment became a threat to our relationship. So what was going in my head then? In the first place, everything is logical. I I love it, honestly. This is so interesting. Every time there was a communication between me and my friend, this was immediately followed by a scandal, which Voldemort, with his experience in manipulation, was easier to provoke than to inhale. Second, Voldemort is always right. So this is like the rule in my head, the rule that is always true. Voldemort is always right. He is right about Irina. After all, I really seem to start getting angry with him after our conversations. And here I must say that Ira never spoke badly about Voldemort. But even then, she clearly saw that this was an unhealthy relationship and that I was suffering. Although I absolutely did not understand this. All Irina could afford was to tell me very gently that maybe I should give myself a little more time. Maybe I should spend a little more time with myself. And that was enough to be a threat to Voldemort's control over me. And since I was very afraid of losing him, I began to believe that Ira really doesn't wish me well, doesn't wish good to our relationship. After all, we really fought every time after our communication with her. The last and most important, the fear of quarrels with Voldemort because of the 
presence of any ill-wishers who became all the people from my former circle of friends, including my relatives, my family, this fear became so huge that I stopped communicating with everyone. So I began to sink into a terrible silence in which Voldemort's manipulations reached the most painful level in the next three years of our relationship. So why this happened? Why his control increased so dramatically at the moment when I, myself, got rid of the remaining friends? When I stopped sharing with my family about what was really happened to me, Let's go through all the points step by step. To begin with, let me point the most significant things in this relationship. The most important things I found myself trapped to was losing my voice and begin to be in silence. Secondly, I had to learn to speak up again and I will be happy to reveal this topic for you in the second episode. Thirdly, how I acknowledge that I was losing my self-esteem. My dear ones, if you feel that your story needs to be voiced, please email me to thevoicebynatakink at gmail.com. I will do my best to get your story heard. You can find information in the description of the episode. It became that I started to withdraw into myself. Everything that happens from verbal bullying to physical aggression began to occur some kind of serial touch. Because how can you believe that the person you love so infinitely really wants to actually destroy you? And how is it possible to see and accept it if you don't talk about it out loud with anyone? After all, how our consciousness works? Many things in order to be able to think them over, put them on the shelves, rethink, you need to speak out loud first. And this option for me suddenly turned out to be completely unavailable. Not an acceptable option, not a possible option. How to tell mom that the man you love is twisting your arms and strangling you. And then pretend that this is not there, it's, it's not happened. It's never happened. How to tell your sister that you are being bullied and threatened in every possible way? How can I unleash all this terrible information on my family? I am the protector of my family. I am the support of my family. But here it turns out that I need to be protected and saved somehow. How can I share with anyone in my environment, which was already only Voldemort's environment, What happens to me behind closed doors when all the guests leave after dinner? Nobody will believe me. I will be judged by all these people. And I will lose everything. I will cause terrible pain to my family. To people who love me and worry about me. And the worst, I will lose what my perception of him was as if he was my king, my everything. Because for sure it is possible to fix. I still can fix it. I just need to understand how. How could I talk about it then? How could I talk about such things? Everything went down so fast and I lost my voice. I lost it from inside and from outside. I just lost it. And I began to feel invisible. 
began to constantly doubt about myself. I stopped separating black and white and began to drown in silence. I know that many of you find it incredibly difficult to accept the truth about your partner and understand something about yourself, especially if you are still at the mercy of this relationship. I want to tell you all that you are not alone in this. I understand you. And there is another option. Now, returning to these memories, I no longer feel pain. I feel grateful to myself, to my psychologist and supporter, grateful to my experience, which now gives me so much strength and understanding. And I will definitely share this with you in the next episodes of The Voice Podcast. For that, I invite you to listen to the second episode, which will be released on August 4th, and which is dedicated to how I found my voice, how I feel now having found my voice, what power your voice gives. I also will share with you the story of one wonderful person about how she lived in an abusive relationship for more than 20 years and what happened in this relationship and how she feels now. I am looking forward to all of you, my dears, and I wish you all a day filled with kindness.